thanks, Kevin, for uh, making time for this. So the idea of uh, um, uh, this sort of uh, very small um, podcast is just to um, capture some ideas about productivity and uh, things that help us be a little bit more efficient, it, it, just as a sort of a little bit of nugget of information. And uh, I, I use this as a bit of a trigger to think about what we're doing and then maybe find something else we can do ourselves and but share it with the community and so on. So um, I'm Tahir Mahmood. I'm a, a rheumatologist and a physician, particularly interested in prevention and so on. And Kevin's a, a, like a mentor of mine. He's a, all things uh, property and uh, really um, uh, somebody who does a huge number of different things. And as I say, I'm incredibly um, uh, grateful for having uh, contact with Kevin and, and getting the benefit of his advice and so on. So, so Kevin, just just say a word about what you do, but also um, yeah, just a bit about how you sort of kind of things that you're dealing with all the time, just so that people can get some sort of context of what you're doing and, and how you're being as effective and productive as you are. So we can use you as an example uh, oh, okay. to improve our own productivity. Yeah. So I'm Kevin McDonald. So I'm a property investor um, and also teach people property education. So how to, how to buy and build property portfolios. Um, so I've got about 15 companies now of which are property investment companies where I work with a number of joint venture partners um, we find properties, we manage refurbishments, we then refinance the properties. And then I've got a sister company, a letting agency that then manages that property portfolio. So in the property side, everything from sourcing properties, managing refurbishments and dealing with the sourcing team who work for us, the property refurbishment team that we now have working in-house and then the long-term property management, which we've got an in-house letting agency and a team that runs that. So all a lot of people working under me in terms of sourcing, uh, refurbishment and management of properties. Uh, then I work with a number of different joint venture partners who I buy properties with. And then on the opposite side of that, I also coach, mentor, train people on property investment. So I've got... Um, hundreds of mentees that I teach and support on their property investment journey, Bill, and their business. So, yeah, uh, every day is a busy day. Uh, exciting. Um, I also run a yeah. podcast. So I, 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 have the, I host the Progressive Property Podcast, which is uh, probably one of the lead, if not the leading property podcast in the UK. Um, I do weekly YouTube videos. Um, social medias across Facebook, Instagram, TikToks, uh, lots of social media stuff. And I've also written a couple of books. So No Money Down Property Investing, which is an Amazon bestseller. And then I co-authored Multiple Streams of Property Income with Rob Moore, who runs the Disruptors podcast. So from property finding and day-to-day -day property stuff to coaching and mentoring to um, books, podcasts, etc. Uh, and I've got a wife and two young kids, three and five years old, about to turn four and six. So, yeah, pretty much um, a lot going on at any time. Yeah, that's super impressive. So what? how do you manage to, you know, be as effective and as productive as you are? I mean, I, I think, you know, is there... Is, are there sort of one or two things that you particularly um, find helpful, to, you know, in terms of how you schedule your day or, or your activities? Yeah, so lot, lots really, but I um, I do a three-step process, which is leverage, manage, do. And ideally, at the start, you've got to work hard enough to not have to work hard. So I used to do everything. 
and then as I as I scaled, I'd now I I only focus on income generating tasks, and then anything that I that's not income generating, I would leverage out to other people. So stage one is that when I have tasks to do, mm-hmm. I look at it and go, who can I can I leverage this and get somebody else to do it? Number two is can I get somebody else to do it, but I have to manage them doing it, so I make sure it's done. And then number three is I do it myself. And ideally, the stuff I'm doing myself is um, stuff where mm-hmm. I, I, my personal time is needed, like coaching calls with my students, um, negotiating the purchase of a house, mm-hmm. um, the book writing, the podcast, etc. So I try to leverage first, then manage second, then do third, and try and get rid of all the... Mm-hmm. admin type tasks out of my life but it still leaves you pretty busy so then outside of that every day I I, I have a list of tasks that I target as I think a lot of people get bogged down in the the basic tasks and they they mm-hmm. you go and you focus on yeah. the easy wins so I've got what's called a one three five mm-hmm. as well so number one is the biggest mm-hmm. most important tasks of the day and there can be no more than say two of those then the number threes are the so I guess the, yeah. the top two, the top two are they must be done today, big tasks. The threes are the um, mm-hmm. need to be done today, but not before the number ones. And then the fives are mm-hmm. nice to get done, but don't need to be done. So I, I do not go to bed at nighttime unless I've got all the ones and threes done. And then the fives, I could move them on to the next day because they're a nice to do. And I've got a, I literally have a reminder that goes off on my phone every night at 10 p.m. 10 p.m. bedtime. Um, but I have a reminder that goes off every night mm-hmm. at 10 p.m. And I do not allow myself to go to bed unless I've done the ones and the threes. That's impressive. So it's, it's really very, very structured and very uh, um, orderly. And, and you're, you're uh, taking advantage of your team to get the stuff done and focusing on the things that could there's this idea i've got a coach called um, uh, dan sullivan and uh, yep. he's got this idea about unique ability so you're just focusing the things that you can do that nobody can do on the planet because it's just unique to you and your experience and then there are other things that yeah we can get collaboration and leverage and, and so on um so you mentioned sleep um and as as you know the how our biology is has an impact on how we think and and how productive we are and so on. We need systems and structures, but we also need the physiology to um, get the most uh, out of our day and our time. So, um, are you quite particular about sleep? Is that is that something you're very um, where, um, uh, careful where of? Possible. Um, I try to go to sleep mm-hmm. for like ideally ten every night, but. Um, I do, thanks to you, now um, track my sleep because I never used to and now I do. Oh, well done. And it yeah. really, it's really mm-hmm. interesting because I, I probably, mm-hmm. I sleep just about enough, I guess, about seven hours a night, sometimes less. And um, mm-hmm. yeah. I do notice that if I go to sleep, I want to be asleep at 10 o'clock every night, but if I don't have my task done, it'll be later. And if I go to sleep mm-hmm. at 11 or 12, the later I go to sleep, no matter, even if I get the same seven hours, I feel worse in the morning. So if I, if I went to sleep at mm-hmm. 10 and only slept five hours, I feel better than if I went to sleep yeah. at 12 and slept seven. So the, the nighttime sleep time being consistent, for mm-hmm. me anyway, makes me feel better in the morning. And then I always set an alarm in the morning to get up, but I always wake mm-hmm. up before it so it's like because i've trained my mind as i know what time i want to be up i typically t- tend to wake up yeah, about yeah. 10, to, 10 to 15 minutes before my alarm's meant to go off and 
whenever I wake up, I get up because anytime that I don't, if I like try and go, oh, it's not time yet and go back to sleep, I feel worse again as well because it's like going back into a sleep. So once I wake, I wake and I get up and I never usually need an alarm to wake up, even though I set it. Yeah, no, that's impressive. Well, that's, I think that's really the ideal that people should be aiming for, which is that you're, you're sort of so um, in sync with the whole system that you just, you know, you, you follow your rhythm and you don't need alarms and so on. And the, there's a few biological reasons why you experience some of the experiences that you have. So if you, if you, and you know, we have cycles at 30 to 90 minutes in the, in the night. So we, it's normal for us to be a little bit light sleeping and deep and so on. And uh, yeah, if you wake up in the middle of sort of a, a cycle and you haven't quite sort of reached the end of it, then, then you are a little bit sort of disorientated, a bit more groggy and so on. And the other thing is that uh, when we sleep, especially if we sleep at a regular pattern, there's a whole zillion things going on. And it's a circadian rhythm. So when you have this part of your body do this or that. So the thing that mostly uh, determines um, a lot of our sort of functions is the adrenal gland. So it goes up about an hour before we wake up if we set a set time. And and so so yeah, the, the, the so if you can have some sort of structure around routine and 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 uh, try and stick to that sort of schedule as you found it makes a big difference because your biology is very different mm. uh, otherwise you're having in, uh, induced stress in the system you've got a whole stack of things going on and however resilient we might be there's a limit to how much resilience we have and uh, yeah so i think i think that's a really that's a really good set of um insights about sleep and we can maybe cover this another time but sleep is like really the, one of the most critical things, the most underrated things that we do. And, and I think your example of being quite structured and really using your system to tell you when you need to wake up and, and just being in that sort of rhythm and flow. And yeah, and there is that sort of finite bandwidth where we need to be sleeping. So I know some people say, oh, we've got to sleep this much or that much. I mean, they're slightly arbitrary. You want to have your own thing. Mm. And if you can track and just see the quality of your sleep and then gently tweak it and optimize it and you'll find your productivity changes because of the I find that if I sleep more than sort of eight and a half hours I'm I feel yeah, bad yeah. For the whole day and if I sleep less than five hours yeah. I feel bad for the whole day but somewhere between five and eight and eight and a half hours and I feel my most productive yeah. Yeah, that's that's a really valuable insight, and and it varies for all of us, and also it varies for us as things change or something else is going on, and so on. So we shouldn't get fixed on one thing, and sometimes it can be a bit anxiety provoking. People say, oh, "I've got to have this much or that much." It's it's sort of whatever the most appropriate amount is, and but using different things or trackers or some other measures can give you a bit of an insight. Um, Kevin, that really valuable sort of um, uh, shares there. So having the structure, having collaborations and team to help extend your sort of productivity and so on. And then uh, perhaps one of the most fundamental things about productivity and being effective is sleep. And, and you've mastered that to a great degree. So uh, thank you for sharing. So we'll, we'll keep sort of visiting. Maybe we'll get another little tip or, or, or um, insight from you. And uh, we'll just build out this little uh, project of sharing small uh, bits of information from really productive people. So thank you very much. Were there any final thoughts? Um, no, so... Not for for anybody really. If they're starting and looking to get more productive, I would really look at what they do and make make a diary. It'll take a bit of time and it's painful, but if you make a diary of hour by hour what you do for a week, 
and then start to see yeah. where there's loads of wasted time. And I, I do what's called compartmentalizing mm. my time. So I put, and this is something I learned from Rob Moore, who I co-authored multiple streams of property income with is, is putting your time into set mm -hmm. structures. And like so there'll be certain times a day where you'll do things better. So if I start the day and do admin, um, mm. it'll make me tired. And then I do admin right. when I'm already tired. And then it means when I'm at my most productive, I do my thinking stuff and my, you know, my videos first thing in the morning when I'm alert and, and anything where I need more thinking time, I'll do in my more alert times. And then when I'm tired, I'll do the more mon yeah. monotonous, mundane stuff. And quite often what happens with people is that they're what I call my number five jobs, that, that's one, three, fives. And a lot of people, if they start with the fives, by the mm -hmm. time you've done all the fives, the boring stuff, you're too, your brain's too tired to deal with the ones, the main yeah. ones. So I do it the opposite way around and yeah. then structure the time of day to do stuff. And then I'm um, just net timing as well. So if you're, people say to me, you know, I don't have time to do stuff because I'm cooking or I'm doing the lawns or I'm doing whatever. Um, then number one is outsource mm. all of that stuff. But number two is if you are doing it, then mm. listen to a podcast to listen to, you know, audible book. So you can mm. do stuff. If you're in the gym, don't just go to the gym, listen to something do phone calls while you're in the gym, do audible while you're in the gym. So you, you, you fix things into the same diary. So if I go somewhere with my wife, if we're going out for a day to London, for instance, we do an, an agreement that she'll drive. I'll make loads of coaching calls. I speak to people in the car and then I'll put my, leave, put my phone away. She typically takes it off me. And then we've got time together while we're there. And then I get it back and I do calls on the way home. Yeah. So I'm not just sitting in the car for three hours doing nothing, mm. but I'm using the time in between places. So you can get a lot more out of your day by doing more than one thing in the same moment. Yeah, no, that's that's really, I mean, seriously, amazingly helpful sort of suggestions there. So unless we do audits, so this is one of the things that we do with some of the clinical stuff, do we want to take an audit of our health and then our productivity and then track it over time. So unless we're measuring, we just don't know. And uh, yeah, if you can be a sort of a little bit careful and inventive about, you know, just using the sort of um, gaps that we might have to, to get more done. So, so, I mean, seriously, really, really valuable suggestions. Um, Kevin, we're going to come back and I, I think we can spend a whole chunk of extra time on this, but I'm, I'm, I'm mindful of your time and uh, how busy yeah. you are. Um, no worries. Let's uh, uh, let's re reconvene another time. And thank you, thank you for uh, sharing all your valuable insights today. More than welcome. Cheers.